Lunch break. Dude, I just saw your nails in there. Thank you. Oh, you. Oh, I did my nails. What did, is that from? Dude, I did this for the premiere of Mulan. And on Mulan Sword, they have the characters Zhong, Yong, oh and Jun, which means loyal, switching? brave, and true. You're yeah, I'm trying to get everyone the middle finger. Loyal I decided you're brave and, and F you. <laughs> We're just so excited. We didn't even introduce this episode or even our guests. Today we have the phenomenal and longtime friend Jimmy Wong. Hi. Woo. Not of Wong Fu Productions. Yes, but well, A Wong. Yeah. Today's plus one is Michael Newby. He's Yay. been a care holder since the beginning. No way! Wow. Yeah, so Thanks, thank you Michael. very much. He suggested that we eat Taiwanese food today, which is why mm -hmm. we got four from Perfect. But today is all about Mr. Jimmy Wong over oh. here, mm -hmm. who is in the newest Disney live action movie of Mulan. Yay! He plays Ling. I do. Not every character made it from the animated movie into the new live action remake, but Ling, Yao, and Po, the three friends of Mulan in the army, are all represented in the new movie. If that trio did not make it into the movie, I mean, like, yeah. we're gonna fight someone. Before we get into the details of the movie. Let's talk about who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who am I? We have known you for a very long time, mm -hmm. and I'm really grateful that despite all this Hollywood stuff that you're doing, you still make time to come do the YouTube thing, and you're still doing your YouTube thing too. Yeah. Because that's where your roots are. Yeah, YouTube is where I really started. Well, when I first came to LA in 2011, I spent a year doing act traditional acting, so I'd go out for roles, I took classes, all that stuff. The thing I found after that year, and this is, mind you, before Crazy Rich Asians, before mm. The Farewell. Way before. Way, way before, yeah. yeah. I just, there was not many roles that I could go out for that I was like happy to do. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh cool, this is happening, can't wait. I was like, sweet, uh, nerdy scientist, best friend, and like, a lot of the times, too, unless it specifically said, like, we need an Asian person for this, I couldn't even go out for the role. Right. They wouldn't even let you in the door. They weren't looking for me, right. I think is a better way to look at it. I would have friends that would go out for pilot season, and I'd have people be like, yeah, I'm going out for three auditions this week, and then two on tomorrow, and then a bunch next week. And I'd look, and I'd be like, I went out on one audition this entire month. Damn. Um, just because the roles weren't there for Asian actors. So that's why I jumped to YouTube. My brother Freddie was doing it at the time, and so were you all. That's Freddie Wong, by the way, yeah. of Rocket Jump, in case yeah. they're brothers. They're related. Um, and that was so like the age of when like Ryan Higo was getting big. Mm -hmm. Who else was going on that back then? Like, like Kev, yeah, Kev, Kev Jumbo, yeah. yeah. It was great, it was awesome. Wong Fu. Happy Wong Slip. Fu, obviously. <laughs> Happy Slip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Community channel. Yeah. Community channel, yeah. And it was great seeing all that happen, so I was like, cool, maybe I'll do YouTube instead. So I started doing YouTube and doing music. Mm -hmm. um, and it just so happened that I started my YouTube career simultaneously with a racist incident that brought a lot of Asians together. Mm -hmm. There was a racist rant yeah. at a UCLA, UCLA? UCLA oh. sorority student named Alexander Wallace. And if you look up that name, you can find the whole <laughs> two and a half minute about that? rant. Yeah. He did a song about it. It means I love you. Wait, you never heard it? I remember David So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, so David So comedy was the only other person that I had like really seen the main reaction to something. Uh, like oh, that's how, that's how he kind of went yep. viral too. Yeah, yeah. Was... Uh, and in the rant, it was like a, a sorority girl in front of a webcam complaining about Asians in the library because they're being too loud. And it wasn't said what kind of Asian, but it was very clearly she was, it was Chinese students. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm Chinese, so I felt more personal, like affronted by it. She mocked the accent. She said, Ching Chong, Ling Long, Ting Tong, which is like, the classic, mm -hmm. if we had a, this is the way to be racist against Asians, this, you would say these words. 
and so everyone was going off. David had an awesome, hilarious comedy rant about it. And the thing that disturbed me, though, were, were all these people being like, you insulted the wrong people. Asians are ninjas. They're going to kill you. And then you would see actual people issuing death threats. And like I was like, this is not cool. So I decided to write a song instead that Freddie actually helped me write. He was like, you should do a song. Mm. It went viral as well. And so that was like my literal, like, dude, can you imagine the third video you ever make on YouTube going viral and then trying to like stand up, like go back up to that standard? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like the start of my YouTube career. And from then I, I spent another year to making music. But that was super exhausting, so I started a cooking show called Feast of Fiction, which I still do today, and we have a cookbook coming out at the end of April. Um, and so, like, that was sort of the progress of me starting on YouTube, and, like, acting was just on the side. And the biggest acting role I'd had up until Mulan was in a uh, web series that my brother made called Video Game High School. I yeah, we know what you, Yeah, we know what you're talking about. You're like, you're like it wasn't <laughs> this, you know, thing that... Was <laughs> it four seasons? Three seasons yeah. of BGHS. Okay. Three seasons. Yeah. yeah. It was on Netflix. It was cool, though, because yeah. it was like, hey, look, we get to decide who's in it. We get to write the roles and the characters. Mm -hmm. And if you watch that show today, it is woke, man. Like, yeah. the female characters have so are so empowered oh, yeah. and they have so much agency and the, and everyone is all fleshed out. There's tons of representation. Uh, I think that... I kiss a white girl <laughs> in it, you know what I mean? Like, she's my girlfriend. I think that's, like, that's the power of, like, you know, stories coming from this this newer generation it wasn't from mainstream Hollywood yeah from totally. like you know old suits they could make up yeah. their own rules right right and it was yeah Freddie Freddie and um, Matt did an amazing Matt, job on it well yeah Brian frenzy and you and Wes had a cameo I, I mean I wasn't oh, I yeah. Was, I mean, yeah we might have you guys start and end the series yeah we're right. <laughs> episode one right? episode one <laughs> and the last episode of the show that was fun no that, that was a good time um, that was really really cool and I'm and I'm just so glad to see that through through everything even before before all the crazy rich stuff like you kept you kept at it through this acting thing like this was very, very yeah. challenging we you know he, you were also on Wong Fu stuff like mm -hmm. well real quick in terms of oh Wong Fu gosh, cameos this, this in again. video game high school I oh actually my God. had a little cameo of my own oh in season two I was trying to get Wait, you were an extra have they told two, you this episode four I was an extra so wow. technically you guys met we did meet way did back I say when, you? probably mm -hmm. I was still in school at the time so mm -hmm. I'm like I ditched class and like went. That's so sick. Well, because you guys actually filmed at my school at Cal State Northridge. Oh yeah, yeah, I see something. And, and then I met like. Was it suddenly all coming out? You're not the only one to forget Benson. I I forgot Benson. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that story. I met I met them on Internet Icon. You remember Internet? <laughs> yeah, Icon? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Math, yeah. Uh, well, look. Benson. I was very forgettable back then. Can we talk about Mulan? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You don't want to talk about Two Afternoons? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk War. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Mulan. Let's talk. Bye. There's so much to talk about. It's my favorite princess. If she's even considered a princess, apparently she is. Uh, no, no, no. I, I looked this up because we we're writing a script a, about it. She's an official. No, no, well, right? She's not part of the technical princess lineup because she was not born into uh, royalty, royalty? Oh, and she did not marry a royal oh, person. That's good, because both of those things are privileged. Well, right. So, <laughs> so, I, so I actually think, I'm like, Mulan, don't be a princess. Yeah. yeah. But I think Mulan was actually one of my earliest memories. Like, I remember mm. being in the theater, like, I was like four years, mm. four years old probably. Oh, wow. I don't remember like really watching, but I remember like a screen, you yeah. know, like I remember like seeing Mulan on the screen. Mm -hmm. And I like, she is someone like, I've always like yeah. thought that she's the one I look up mm -hmm. to in Disney. And like, yeah. I think I was ashamed of that almost. Cause like really? that, 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 it's because she's Asian. Oh. Like that's the reason why she's my favorite, you know, mm. out of like whatever Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Well, because that was like when someone asked you, "Why is he your favorite?" Is that the first thing you would yeah, answer? Like, yeah, because she's Asian. I always thought that reason was kind of like lame. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. why, why that? Like right. there's yeah, yeah, more yeah. to that. But mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, that is why I'm 
-hmm. like but why I like Mulan. I, I totally get that too because like for a long time Mulan was the only like Asian character that yeah. we saw in the media. For right? Disney yeah. specifically, so, yeah. And Disney was and still is one of the biggest companies in the world. I, I shamelessly, Yellow Ranger was my favorite. Yeah, um, yep. I'm curious, you know, we were, we were children at Babies. the time of Mulan. Right. Was that like a big deal at that time? I was a child too. I was a child. <laughs> well, hold on. No, 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 96. Age check, it came out in 96? Yes, yeah, so I was, I was, I was nine. What, was oh there, do, you, do you remember oh if there was a God. big like rally behind that movie at oh the time? Yeah. No, Wait. Oh, among Asian people? Yeah, like Asian American and like was I, that a thing? I was too young to I was know. Too young, yeah, I was too okay. young to track that, but it was huge for for pop culture. Like mm -hmm. yeah. there were there were McDo McDonald's Happy Meal toys. Right. That was the origin oh, of is that the That's the origin of Szechuan sauce. Yeah, that's where it all came from. That's a myth. I remember I actually met with one of the lead animators on it because I was just at the Disney lot and he had this, he showed me all these amazing pictures. They went to China, yeah. they went to the temples and all this stuff. I do give them a lot of credit for taking the time, obviously, as animators to do something, but it still was within, you know, the 90s. And yeah. it was still very much a Disney animated movie yeah. that needed to have big fun elements. It was definitely a different time. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. And I like give credit where credit's due in the movie, I think still holds up. Yeah. Some of the songs in that movie I think are still considered everyone's favorite. Right. Uh, Christina Aguilera sang Reflection and yeah. killed it, yeah. yes. uh, along and, with Leigh Salonga. Like, yeah, and, it, and she's one of the biggest Broadway stars as well as an Asian. So like, there was a lot of representation. Ming-Na Wen, Ming all this, yeah. like, B.D. Wong. Like, mm. they, all these people are still very present today. Yeah, and, and the character itself, too. Like, we were, like I was just re-watching some clips, too. I'm like, oh, this is very female empowerment for, for the 90s as well. There's no other Disney war movie that's a Disney yeah. princess movie. True. This movie literally has a war in the middle of yeah, it. Listening to the song, A Girl Worth Fighting For. And oh, like, there's some she, weird she lyrics like, in there, yeah. No, like she speaks up and she's like, oh, yeah. she's like, what about a girl who has got a brain who always speaks her, her mind? mind? They're like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> but that then, just says a lot, you know, yeah. like that even, they, they, they would say that, yeah. Yeah, but they uh, they, they acknowledged they acknowledged that, yeah, in the movie, like, oh yeah. It was pretty progressive for for the yeah. '90s. I think it was it was a really good effort. They did a good job. It was definitely progressive, but at the same time, and again, I'm not doing this to disparage Disney because clearly I owe them a lot for giving me the opportunity to be this in this movie. But I think we can critically talk about the past because that's what helps us build to the future, and that's a lot of actually what plays into why the current version of Mulan is the way it is. At that time, look at what Studio Ghibli was doing in Japan right. with all of their movies. And every single one of their movies has a female lead that yes. has agency, that does not in, that is not like endowed or does not owe a man anything yeah. mm -hmm. and is about their journey. Right, right. Right, like Kiki's Delivery Service is about a young witch trying to find her way in the world and grow up as a young woman's coming of age story. Right. Mm -hmm. And the male love interest character is just there to support her, not yeah. the other way around. Right. So. You know, even, I think a lot of it was like westernized culture and a lot of American culture had, I think, focused a lot more on the princess And the Disney idea. culture. It was, yeah. it was already there. Mm -hmm. It's like decades ingrained of having princesses. Yeah, right? Yeah. Snow White, all that stuff. Like, you, um, can you find a, a less powerful character than, and I'm amazing this seriously, than a Sleeping Beauty? Like, literally <laughs> sleeps, does nothing, and can only be awoken by a male kiss. Like, that was just that was how like, it was way was back like in the day. was like the third act. Come on, man. Again, credit. Like, Disney has clearly recognized that those tropes are not things that they want mm. to show young girls in the world, and so that's why you have Frozen and Moana. Tangled. And Tangled. There's clear yeah. examples of empowered women. This got really deep. I was just going to ask, what was your favorite song for the first <laughs> one? <laughs> So we definitely... can start talking about like generational like <laughs> progress. And stuff. I wanted to ask about the horse story. What horse story? The horse story. Oh my god! Okay, we got to talk about this. Huh? Jimmy 
is part of this massive movie, and he almost lost Wait, it. Almost lost After getting cast. <laughs> and this is a world first exclusive, by the way. No, I haven't right. heard this, tell so him, tell I want to hear Okay, it. very few people know. Uh, so when I got the role in Milan, <laughs> they sent along like health sheets, weight sheets, measurement sheets, so they, they know, so the costumers can start working yeah. on your costumes, so that they know what you look like, what the trainers and all the stuff know what they're gonna work with as well. And on one of the things, they're like, please list your allergies and all that stuff. And I was filling them all out excitedly, and I just kind of went through, like, I'm not really allergic to anything. Mm -hmm. um, at least not manageable, right? I'm allergic to cats, but if I take mm. uh, Claritin, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm not really allergic to anything. Not in the way that I thought that they meant. And then later on, about a couple months later, after all that paperwork's done, we're still working on the contract. We're about to go start training like in a month or two. One of the people on the production team emailed us again and be like, hey, if you have any questions or concerns, let us know. And then I was I was sitting there and it was like, I don't know, late at night and I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh, it's a war movie. There are like horses and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like allergic to horses in the same way I'm allergic to cats. So I was like, hey, um, I just <laughs> want to let you know that I don't know what it's going to be like on set. I don't know what we're doing in terms of training and if we're going to be on horses or all that stuff. But I just wanted to let you know I have a horse allergy. And I Aww. included in that statement, like I can take medicine and it's very easy for me to not have any symptoms and stuff. It's just something I just need to know ahead of him so I can pack the right stuff. Right, in the same way that you would pack, I don't know, just any sort of medication like if you're on it. Like, yeah, well, you don't want to take Benadryl because it makes you dr drowsy. <clears throat> but there's tons of other stuff. There's eye drops, there's nasal sprays, there's throat coats. There's so many sure. ways to not be uh -huh. allergic to something. Uh, I don't hear back. <laughs> <laughs> and about uh, three or four days later, I think. You've I been recast. <laughs> I, I get a call from my agent, and he sounds panicked. What he did sounds, you say? <clears throat> oh, yeah. And he's like, I got your lawyers on the line too. I'm like, whoa. Oh. Okay, so they connect everyone. They basically say to me, Jimmy, you don't have the role anymore. <gasps> and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's oh, not yeah. April 1st, what's up? And they said uh, that in the production it was being, I guess, widely discussed or, or it was brought up that I was allergic to horses and the miscommunication must have happened somehow that they thought that if I was gonna get even like a foot away from a horse, that my face was gonna explode in hives, uh -huh. my, t my eyes were gonna water, that I couldn't look good on camera or whatever it was. So again, I don't know their side of the story, so I am speaking on their behalf here. And if I'm wrong and if you're on the production staff and you're watching this and it's not what it is, please, Know that mm. I'm just giving it my best guess and I'm giving this disclaimer because <laughs> I want to be respectful to obviously the process yeah. and everyone has to make the right choices at the right time and these are hard choices to make. So they were like, if he can't look good on camera, then we don't we don't want to have to deal with it. And then all of a sudden it became like, what if he gets anaphylactic shock? Oh, <laughs> what if God. he can bring EpiPens everywhere? And so I think it got blown out of proportion really quickly and I went into a full-on panic that day. So I went <laughs> and I visited an allergy specialist. I got clips from BGHS as well as another short I did with Rocket Jump where in one I'm literally riding a horse and another mm -hmm. one a horse is right here next to my face. <laughs> you did those full, <laughs> I know, and it's a full on shot of my face and yeah. there's clearly no allergies, nothing affecting me and I'm delivering lines and doing all that stuff and I uh, had my first AD from VJHS write in, I had an executive producer from another project write in. Oh my goodness. I went and saw a nurse and had them write a letter of recommendation. <sighs> I had the allergist also like be like, yeah, if you just take medicine, you're gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. So I had like eight, nine documents that I prepared and I sent it all over within like six hours. Oh and it was one of the most stressful moments of my life because I've been waiting for this thing for so, yeah. so, so long and the fact that it, all of a sudden it was in massive jeopardy because I told them I was allergic <laughs> to horses. I was freaking out. And mm -hmm. uh, I remember putting on these red socks I have 
Because red's a lucky color in yeah. Chinese culture. <laughs> I'm not taking it off until I find out what happens. And I wore those socks for like a week and a half straight. <laughs> that long? Yeah. You were on edge? You, were, you weren't sure? If there you were so many different things that had to happen. I had to talk to like uh, some legal people as well. I had to talk to insurance people because all of a sudden, you know, it's like there are a lot of implications. Yeah. So let's say the hypothetical situation is that I'm so allergic to horses that if I get close to them or if I put like a, mm -hmm. a horse hair in my nose, I will go into shock. Yeah. That means that the health insurance that they have on site now needs to be prepared to deal with something of that level. And so now you're paying extra for insurance because you're adding extra risk. And so there was just all these different things that are flying around and eventually what they did, and I think this was the smartest thing for them to do, they sent me out to a uh, ranch that Disney works with, I believe, and some horse trainers, and they gave me a eight hour horse riding lesson or a horse riding lesson that lasted over eight hours. Mm -hmm. uh, and they had a, um, a on-set medic that usually works on sets uh, and someone that was there just to monitor me and take pictures of my face close up every couple of hours just to see what <laughs> oh my, my face would look wow. like if I was working in proximity of horses. Oh man, and you passed. Yeah, I passed. I think the irony of it to me was when we finally get out to film and we're training with all the horses and stuff, I think, and I can say this with confidence, <laughs> that I was the top one or two best horse riders within the what? entire cast. Wow. Show them. So I felt really good about that personally because yeah. I was like, I'm allergic to you, but I'm gonna be the best. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. And I tried so hard. I like <laughs> I was watching videos on horse riding. You were on set like. I was, I was really. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I was not doing that. Did you sneeze at all? Did no, you sneeze? No, because I just I I did what I always mm. do because I've been someone that's had allergies <laughs> to random things my entire life. I think a lot of people that deal with allergies, yeah. I took Claritin when I had to. Oh, I have a nasal spray I always use, um, and then that's it. I'm glad that it worked out. I'm glad that the horses didn't win. <laughs> I give full credit to them taking the necessary steps. Yeah, you're not complaining. This yeah, is, I'm this not is... complaining. I'm grateful yeah. of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand they had to do what they did, and the sad part was. After that whole exchange, I was talking to different people, and everyone's just like, "Man, I guess you just should have lied to them." I'm yeah. like, "But that's not right either." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just hope that there is a shot of you on a horse. At least that made the cut. It'd be so sad. <laughs> yeah. You went through all this, and they didn't even use a shot. You'll have to watch the movie to find out. Oh man. Okay. Well, going back just to Mulan, the character. Like, do you guys relate to her as a character? Like when you watched that movie back then. I do remember like having like a lot of pride when it came out too. The same way that just just because it was an Asian, like it's like oh we get we get ours kind of like yeah. feeling. Um, I didn't actually like, relate to the character itself, but I related to like the imagery of it, the morals of it. You know, like I felt like the, all that honor stuff and family stuff. Bring honor to yeah, was was yeah. very much yeah was very much part of it. I definitely was not like as good looking as uh, Li Shang, Shang, you yeah. know, B. But, B. Wong. But it was cool to see, you know a strong male figure up there. Did you relate to Mulan? I don't know, I feel like when that movie came out was also like around the time like Jackie Chan was coming over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like and that, Jack. I related in like the martial arts aspect because like we were all in karate oh. and all that so that was always really cool to see. You're such a stereotype. He's also a lion dancer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, that's also in the movie. That's in the movie, lion dancer. <laughs> yeah, it is, you're right, you're right. In. I think I, I didn't really relate that much to it. I think mm. I watched it and my grandma's reaction really Changed the the color of why of how I felt about it. Oh. I still love the movie, right? I love she the music. Like well, she just walked out and was just like, "That's not what I. Oh, yeah. That's not oh. the Mulan I grew up learning oh. about in school and stuff." Actually, that's a good transition. I'm wondering now with this new one. This is what young, like the young kids are going to be watching mm -hmm. now too, right? I'm curious to know, yeah, like how much of an impact it'll make on that next generation. And obviously, it's great for us as being adults in the industry and yeah. getting to like hopefully see more business or more opportunities for us. 
But yeah, I, I, I think like a lot of young kids are going to see this and hopefully feel empowered. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think the most important thing is like, it's just more. Like, because when yeah. Mulan came out, like you said, mm. it's, it's, it sucks because you don't want to be like, I like her because she's Asian, because that mm -hmm. feels reductive. Mm -hmm. if, and, but the problem is, is like, you're right, you do like her because she's Asian, but it's also because mm. she's the only Asian Disney star thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. If there were like 50 of them, you could be like, I'm like Mulan because she fights. Right, right. I like yeah. uh, Lulu because she's this, mm -hmm. right? You could like say the different reasons why they like it and it's more about what they do and their actions as opposed to their ethnicity or culture. Right. Yes. So I think Mulan, if anything, is going to inspire people to tell, uh, in our generation, to open the door to make more stories, mm -hmm. to, for more Lulu Wongs to exist, mm -hmm. more Kevin Kwans to write stories and stuff, more stuff that is in the world so that we can like different things, not just because they're Asian. Mm -hmm. I think if you're a young girl watching this movie, in the same way that you're a young girl watching the original or Tangled or Frozen, you're gonna like the character and you're gonna like it because it's at the, at the core of it, it's still a relationship between the mother and her father, mm -hmm. bringing honor to a family that regardless of gender, you can bring honor to your family yeah. and fighting for what's right, being courageous in the face of fear, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's really fun in that regard, and I think a lot of people are going to be like, yay, cool, because of that. I, I think I'm going to cry when I watch it. You will. Wow. Yeah. I think, no, even I even cried. just the trailer, when that, the when, the, yeah, when yeah. the music came in. I was like, like that, chills. Oh, God, so many chills just yeah. off of that alone. Yeah. But you know, going off of that, like, just her being Asian, I think, like, me saying that, it's also, like, tying into, like, how she acts. Like, yeah. Oh, like, I see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how she is towards her family, because I can relate to that part. And, like, right. making sacrifices for your family, like, oh, like, you know, like, her switching out for her dad. It's like, mm. that's something I could see myself. Like, In not art, to that yeah. extreme, but, yeah. like, that. Like, we're paying back. It seems like it's that we're just saying it's just because they look Asian, but like you just said, the, the look of them being Asian means that they're Asian, meaning that they act like Asian, and that's, I think, what we yes. subconsciously act yeah. that's what we're relating to. It's not necessarily just the look, but it's like, oh, they're, for some reason, they're mm. acting the way I act, and I yeah. think that's what's cool. Even the little thing's just eating rice, right. you know, like her yeah. little scrambled. <laughs> yeah, I think the, uh, the matchmaker sequence, too, is really important, because she's the one that says you need to be quiet, calm, peaceful, oh, still, yes. serene, unnoticeable, like invisible type thing, and then she's clearly not becoming that. Mm -hmm. And that is what, what you would see as like an Asian stereotype, yeah, as like the female, submissive, yeah. subservient mm -hmm. type thing. I, I kind of want to ask, like, um, oh, man, it's, it's tough to do without spoilers, though, because there are... Everyone knows the story. No, but, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, there's... There was a lot of like, you know, like Twitter talk about like, oh, the songs aren't there, or yeah, where's yeah. Mushu? Everyone complained oh, whatever. about that. I feel like right? there was comments everywhere about that. So, I'm okay with that, that not being there. That's the thing, because I feel like when they do it sh the shot for shot versions, like the Beauty and the Beast, mm -hmm. and, and, like, and liking Aladdin, Aladdin, Aladdin yeah. people are like, oh God, like why do they even I've bother? Seen this you know? Yeah. And then when they do actually try to change it, oh, you took you out the part. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're never gonna make everyone happy, especially with a diverse and dedicated fan group like Disney fans. Right. Especially when you're banking on nostalgia. Yeah. I think anytime someone is nostalgic about something, they're gonna be that much more like hooked into that mm -hmm. emotional feel, and it's hard mm -hmm. to because when you feel like you're taking it away, they feel like you're grabbing and ripping the yeah, tether yeah. of nostalgia <laughs> away from My them. Is, is there? a lot of the original movie still in there. Yeah, I yeah. think the original story, right, and the original characters are mm. all represented in some way. Okay. And you see a lot of that. But when you watch the movie, it doesn't feel like a Disney movie. Ooh. It feels like a movie movie. Yeah. And you don't think that there needs to be singing because the movie's not the kind of movie where someone's uh, gonna bust yeah. in the song. Yeah, I see. It takes itself much more seriously mm. and there's a lot much more gravity and the acting is all there. Ty Ma 
is incredible as Mulan's dad and brings such a weight and like resonance of his sacrifice and her sacrifice that you're just drawn into the story. And so you're not being like, I haven't laughed yet. You're just more yeah. like, wow. You can see that in the cool. trailer. It seems very intense. We're yeah. like, this is an action movie. Is there, yeah, it really is. So there's no cricket? There is a cricket. He's played by a person. You know the person. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, sorry. It's our good friend, June. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think if you were a fan of the original, you're going to see a lot of what you loved in the new movie. If you've mm -hmm. never seen the original, the movie stands and works on its own. Cool. And that's like all credit to Nikki Carroll, the director, uh, for having like a really strong vision and doing an amazing job directing all the cast to really fit within what she saw as the movie and her mm -hmm. vision. Like she, I think she said on the red carpet, like it's amazing finally to get a budget that is equal to the size of your dream and vision. Mm. Uh, and she really got to actualize that. And then uh, all the producers and all the research that went into it as well, like everything was done to make sure that it was historically accurate. So now that this is behind you, isn't that crazy? This is behind you now. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what, are you, what are you excited for? What's next? What can, well, in what, the same way that Wong Fu is just behind me now. <laughs> <laughs> what am I excited to do next? <sighs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna mince my words. I don't think acting is honestly the my favorite thing to do in the world. Really? Hmm. I mean, I, for the same reason I stated before, I don't like not having power. Oh, I see. That makes sense. I like having control over what I want to do and waiting for someone to give you permission to do something is why I started doing YouTube in the first place. Okay. I'm extremely grateful that I was that I've been around long enough you know, eight years to have the opportunity now to be a part of a movie like this. I think there's so much stuff that happens in the world every day that I want to be a part of that conversation. So I think that like being more active and doing stuff that's closer to like this sort of stuff, roundtable discussions, mm -hmm. uh, fostering good, you know, community building and all that stuff is stuff that I'm really interested in in the meantime. I'm sorry, but for someone who is not that interested in acting, like you are doing a very good job being a non-actor. <laughs> I'm interested. You're doing, you're doing the, you got Wish Track, like an animated feature coming out yeah, soon, yeah. also that you're the lead in. I am interested in acting. I am not interested in the process yeah, of yeah. waiting for someone to tell you. Okay, basically he's saying he's offer only at this point. <laughs> that's what I mean, I think in the near future, I'm looking to use the platform that I've been given to, you know, do stuff like this. Cool. And to keep participating and, you know, talking about Asian stuff and hopefully moving the, the, the wheel forward as slowly as it moves. That's what Wong Fu does all the time. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll be seeing more of you then. Let's push the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Where can we follow you on your journey, Jimmy? You can follow me at Wong Fu Productions on Twitter. Uh, you Not can... even right. Wong Fu Pro. Wong Fu Pro, dang it. Oh, I was so close. Uh, you can follow me at JF Wong on everything. Twitter, Instagram. Um, nice. That's it, actually. You got your own channel. He's got his own shows. And his yes, own I own, um, yeah, of course. I have a cookbook coming out. Uh, we cook foods from fictional entities. Nerdy things. Yeah, he's super, yeah, you're super geeky. Yeah, I'm a huge gamer, all that stuff. So we have food from like Harry Potter, animes, hey. food wars, all that stuff. So if you want a book for someone that is a geek or a nerd or someone that is interested in any of those things, get them this book. It's amazing. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us. And another special shout out to Michael Newby, our plus one for today. Yay, Michael! Hey, Michael. Yeah, hope you enjoyed your food. Here, I'll eat this for you, Michael. <laughs> Hello, I am Michael Newby, and I love Wong Fu. Wow, you're, you're such a good actor! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again to everyone watching. Thanks again, Jimmy. Thanks, Squarespace. We'll see you guys next Thursday.